Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Oh, holy God, can I just get there already? Oh, man. Can they just speed it along a little? I mean, it's, you know, it's... What are you talking about? The Queen and slow-moving British people, man. They so just... you want to see the car, the hearse carrying the Queen's body move faster? Dude, it's been almost two weeks, dude, and they're just... They move, they well, they have haven't been driving two, this whole time. I'm but... saying they could have done it in two days if they just pick up the pace a little. It's, it's just, man, it's just so slow. And Fox has covered every... Slow ass moment of it this morning. They, well, they all all the networks. It's terrible. it's like it's like here we got nobody's here because they're at this big golf tournament, right? So James is taking off all his clothes. He's producing naked right now because he said there's no rules. There's no and, rules. And 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 and, and Ducey and all of them are gone because it's just a steady shot of just slow moving British people. Just just get there already, man. Just get there. Yeah, but here's the problem. The reason they're moving so slow is because the roads over there are full of potholes. (laughs) You know, if they start driving too fast, what do you think? Well, I guess. I mean, holy crap! DeSantis could have sent you know four plane loads of migrants to Windsor, and they would have gotten there quicker. (laughs) That's not a bad idea. He sends them to Windsor. Who lets all the domestics in? Oh no! Come on. (laughs) Where did all the Aboriginals Uh. come from? No. <laughs> what? Send some busloads of migrants there, man. Drop them off right as they drop her off, man. Hey, why with the what sweet the funny hats, eh? <laughs> you look like a big matchstick. You look like a big shifter thing in a car with with the big hats. I'm from Venezuela. You get a chupa- Give me your money. What? Chupacabra on your head. You have a chupacabra on your head, senor. <laughs> Why you move so slow, huh? I got something to help you walk a little quicker. <laughs> I am from a Venezuelan prison. I was reading about that over the weekend. Uh, it's nine minutes after nine. The phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. I just realized their bearskin hats look like a like a Mike foamy thing, like a like a foam guard on a mic. You know, like like, yeah. like they're like all wearing big microphone foamy guards, mm-hmm. like I have on my microphone right here. Right. Saying so it keeps the pops and crackles from happening when you speak in an imperial guard's hat. <laughs> you see the white plume things they have on the, the other plume. guys. Lovely plumage. Yeah, that's uh, Edgar Winter's hair. <laughs> <laughs> they get bare skin. They get bare skin for the hats. Yeah. And Edgar and Winter plumes, donates. It's, it's, yeah. it's Edgar Winter's hair. They've got to come on and take a free ride, blasting out of the speaker. Oh God, just freaking get there already! Look, they're almost there. Just come on, get there! Oh Mike, you were that kid, weren't you, growing up? Well, my we God, man, it's a live gonna... shot of these people just barely moving. Are we there? I gotta pee. Are I'm we bloody? Th- yeah, yeah. Harry's looking over. Are we bloody there yet? Megan's getting upset. I haven't called her in three hours. She doesn't know where I am. She's, you know how she is, William. You bloody married her, not I. <laughs> Harry's walking really slow, getting texts. Where are you? I know you ain't seeing somebody. Maybe you better tell me where you is. Maybe that's why they're walking slow. Take your time, boys. I don't want to have to get back to that. Please. Come yeah, Harry's <laughs> like, uh, please, William, can we slow down just a bit? <laughs> Turned off my ringer. Again, you bloody married her, not me. Megan gives me my freedom. Oh, no, Megan. What's the other one's name? Kate. I don't care. It's Kate. Just get there already! <laughs> All right. Uh, 210... <laughs> Oh my God, man! I know, and I I know Americans are are cheesy and we're cla- not very classy, and according to them, you know what I mean, and and you know we're we're rugged colonials and stuff. And I respect the pomp and circumstance and the respect they're giving the Queen Mother, but holy Jesus, would you just get there? Just get there! There's other crap going on in the world. All the ladies are dressed in black and they're wearing very sensible shoes to walk because well, they yeah. know they have to walk. And Rhyme in the meantime, like, where's the underdog balloon? <laughs> I don't, they don't have. Where's Spider Man? Where's, where's SpongeBob? <laughs> I was 
Santa Claus at the tail end. They got Santa Claus at the tail end <laughs> waving. Is, ho, ho, ho. Is, is Ferris Bueller making an appearance? <laughs> Ferris Bueller jumps up starts doing twist and shout. That'd be awesome. I'd like to see the Queen Mother just set up in the casket. What's all this then? I was merely napping. Charles, you're such a creep. Oh, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm still the queen. No. <laughs> I was taking a nap. Get me a gin. Is there gin in heaven? <laughs> Just get there, man. Just freaking get there. Pick it up a little. It's only a two-hour show. Oh, man. All right. Uh, 210-599-5555. <laughs> Oh my God! You know, I mean, I I understand having respect, but geez, they move slow. Okay, there's other I stuff going this, on the world. What? This visual going on now. When when your time comes, and I'm hoping it's a long ways off, <laughs> that she's waiting for you at the pearly gates. I With heard a, everything you said. She got a roll of quarters in one hand, <laughs> in a sock. <laughs> In this <laughs> bloody a... colonial with your bloody big stupid mouth. Give you a royal ass kicking. St. <laughs> Peter, another gin. <laughs> you know, oh, when I go, just, you know, cremate me and baby, just oh, throw me see, out in the back. Gar- throw me in the garden as mulch. We cannot cremate you. Cremate me. No, Why? Because, you know, there'd be like a nuclear fallout after. <laughs> Like Roll me up and cloud. smoke me when I die. I feel like this mushroom cloud, the likes that New Mexico hasn't seen in about 70 years. Yeah, well, New Mexico be high as a kite. <laughs> they get some second hand there. <laughs> Stuff me in a bong and be done with it. Oh, man. And walk a little quicker to the crematorium, man. <laughs> Holy crap, I've had a birthday since this stuff began this morning. Well, no, I haven't. Actually, I haven't, no. It's Jack Riccardi's birthday, though. It is. He turns 41 years of age today. How about that? I thought it was 65. No. Actually, we have conflicting reports. I saw Jack a few uh, months ago, and he looks younger than Trey and I combined. He looks great, man. He does. He's been taking care of himself. It's all, he looks like he's 41. Yeah. I look like I'm 83. Where was I? Oh, just get there! Okay. You know, the slowest, that you, you walk slower than anybody I know. And you're griping about these guys walking but slow. But I got a condition, man. Oh, come on. I've had nine operations in the past eight months. What, what's their excuse, man? She has a condition, too. It's called death, Don. <laughs> Damn, Don, you took my joke. But then they can move a little quicker. She ain't going to mind. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh, God, there's stairs. Oh, oh here we yeah. go. Oh, all right. This is going into Namara. <laughs> That's going to take them all damn day to get the old broad up those steps. No, stop. Use a dolly. (laughs) (laughs) Pull your up backwards on a freaking UPS dolly. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be the one in the crowd. Get a conveyor belt. Just please. (laughs) A flexible flyer. I don't care, man. Just get her ass up those stairs it's gonna be christmas soon all right there is something wrong with oh you. my god man it's <laughs> constant coverage of nothing happening look at those guys just standing there oh, you know i mean <sighs> do a little karaoke i don't know something <laughs> Roll a food truck by. Just give me something to look at. Scones on wheels. Uh, They've got a scone truck. (laughs) Scone truck. (laughs) Bangers and mash truck. Uh, Or is that a Scots? I don't know. (laughs) Well, you you killed one segment. Check. All right. Let me... (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Happy Monday. It was was actually pretty good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm here all week, maybe. (laughs) San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. (laughs) Oh, God. No. uh, News Talk 550 KTSA. Clenel Rodriguez will join us at 1030 this morning. We had our... (laughs) 
We had our, uh, it was one of our big fundraisers for Hero, uh, Humor for Heroes. It's an organization started here locally by Cleto and his friends, and my buddy Randy Garcia, to provide entertainment for our military vets. And so once a year, uh, we missed it last year because of the COVIDs and all that, but uh, we do a lip syncing contest. And this year I, I competed uh, and I sang that song, You Ought to Know. And I, I actually won third place, which was a surprise. So we'll, uh, we'll talk to Cleto about that uh, uh, coming up in, in, in a little bit uh, and, and tell you how the night went. But it, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Um, well, you know, I, I did some reading on Martha's Vineyard. And, uh, you know, the, the outrage over 50 migrants uh, being sent there by Ron DeSantis continues. And, again... If you're an idiot, I'm sorry. If you're a Democrat, uh, you know, understand. I know uh, folks are calling for uh, for uh, DeSantis to be investigated and Greg Abbott to be investigated under the RICO Act for human trafficking and kidnapping. That's what uh, Governor Hairgel says out there in California. Uh, but these people are, they sign a waiver. It's in whatever language they need, need it to be in. Hey, you want to go to Martha's Vineyard? Yes. Will they give them a care package, as Trey mentioned earlier? And I, I thought it was 48 hours, but Trey says it's 24 hours. That with, As soon as they landed, they rolled out the National Guard and had them removed off the island to what, Cape Cod, I guess? Yep. Uh, you know, uh, nothing racist about that, of course. And if you read, and their, their, their claim is that we don't have the resources to care for these people, even though we're a sanctuary city, we don't have the resources. Uh, Fox News, when they weren't covering, when they weren't covering, you know, the slow moving procession to Windsor had interviewed one of the local residents at one of there's five towns on on Martha's Vineyard and uh one one of these little towns they interviewed a local artist woman who said you know we just don't have the resources here to care for these people well apparently that's absolutely not true quite quite the opposite and, and I want and before I even get into this understand that the elites uh, and most democrats uh, far leftists or what have you uh, love to run their mouths about the poor and middle class, right, and how rich people need to pay their fair share. And that's why you got to raise taxes on the poor and middle class, <laughs> mostly the middle class. And those greedy rich people and, and, and rich white people are just the worst people in the world. Well, understand that Martha's Vineyard, uh, on Martha's Vineyard, the average home, the average home is about a million bucks. You pay about a million dollars for an average home on Martha's Vineyard in any of the five towns. Obama's compound costs $14 million. Uh, They pay 3% income tax on Martha's Vineyard. 3% percent so if you have a million or two million dollar house i i read the figures you're paying about three thousand dollars in property taxes does that sound like their fair share uh it's 80 percent 82 percent honky uh on on martha's vineyard total uh population of folks from uh, out of country immigrants uh 0.5.05 percent So they got one guy from Brazil that runs a local club. I don't know. And apparently all five of the towns combined have a, uh, a, 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 they have about $10 million, close to $10 million in excess budget. So they have $10 million just lying around, nine point something, but let's round up to $10 million, just lying around that's not doing anything. Somebody did the math, and apparently uh, you have 50 migrants, uh, and you have many hotels on Martha's Vineyard. This is the off-season now that are just empty. 
with that $10 million, they could afford to put every single one of those migrants in a luxury hotel room for a year and not even end up spending the whole $10 million. So in other words, the bull crap surrounding this Martha's Vineyard, first off, as Trey pointed out, nobody was covering, nobody goes down to Del Rio. Fox News, the only only people, only folks who are doing any media coverage of uh, the disaster, the humanitarian disaster that is our southern border. And I loathe to even call it the border at this point. There is no border. Whole towns are being destroyed. Small towns are being destroyed who genuinely don't have the resources to care for these people. They need additional refrigeration trucks uh, along the border because they can't, the the local mortuaries are full up. They, They don't have any refrigeration for the bodies. And yet on Martha's Vineyard, they've received 50, and the media are all over it. Oh, my God, they can't. Elizabeth Warren, Focahontas out there, sitting bull, is going off on how depraved and inhumane this is. They pay 3%, they pay, they pay a 3% tax rate. They're almost all crackers, <laughs> high-dollar crackers with funny New England accents. Sorry, Don. And they get 50 people on an airplane, and they could get, and and the, God, there was one quote from one person who was uh, not, wanted to be anonymous from one of these towns of Martha's Vineyard saying, we have caring hearts here, and we do anything we can to help people. That's what our community is all about. Bull crap. You can't wait to shuffle off the brown skins. But there's nothing racist about that. Nothing classist or racist at all, huh? They could give each and every one of them a freaking hotel room for a year. And within a day, they had shuffled them off with the, with the, with the uh, National Guard. Please. Spare me. Celebrating 100 years of service. 55 KTSA. Yeah, News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. It's 939. Phone lines are open 210-599-5555. British people still moving very slowly. As, uh, we uh, roll the dice on which is going to come first. Uh, getting the old lady to Windsor or Christmas. And, I, you know, Don and, and James, I want to let me tell you a story. Is Don available? Are you available? Or are you doing something like newsy? <laughs> I don't like to keep you from No, Sean, I just sit here and wait for you to say my name all day. Come okay, on. cool. Um, <laughs> well, then snap to it, Morgan. I'm sorry. Hey. Well, I figure because we're having Cleto on next hour, but I, you know, I don't want to take up all the time talking about my experience on Saturday night, but it really was kind of cool. We did a lip sync contest for Humor for Heroes, and I decided to do Alanis Morissette, You Ought to Know. I thought that'd be funny, a dude doing that song. So I've been practicing that song for weeks. And I, I figured the only way, first off, I, I thought, you know, I want to really hit, hit him upside the head. So I, I dressed up like Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I'd walk around and I kind of moved really slow. So when it came my turn, you know, I, 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 my, I could envision I would kind of move real slow and go up there. So they all think I'm going to do like some jive ass country song or something. <laughs> and I knew what I had to do because we, we have three celebrity judges. But you don't know who they are until that night. And I knew that I had to focus on, you know, one judge. That you can't sing a song like you ought to know to the crowd in general. Right. You have to focus on one person. Okay. So well, unless we, you unless you get around, then you can No, but yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> My wife's not doing Oh yeah, he got around. If it was the eighties, <laughs> he could have sang to the old stinking crowd filled with dirty little R's. Anyway, so <laughs> Because apparently every woman I was ever involved with before my wife is a dirty little whore. Yeah. So I, uh, we get there, and Vanessa Martin was one of the judges who we watched for four years uh, on, you know, doing traffic and stuff on mm-hmm. local Fox station. Right. 
So I was like, her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure she wasn't uncomfortable in the least. No, but that was the point, was to oh, make it as man. uncomfortable as possible. She's still squirming. So I got, I got, I, I did my whole Billy Bob. I dragged a chair very slowly and awkwardly up on stage. I never made eye contact with any of the judges, right? Kind of looking at her, and kind of doing the whole, you know, sling blade thing. And this is also, I want to bring this up so my wife, I can thank my wife publicly for suggesting that I use a chair and kind of get up and down from the chair. Because I'd try, had I tried to do that song, I'd be in the hospital right now. I'm standing up the whole thing. I would, I would not have made it, okay? So you used a chair like flash dance? No, I yeah. dragged it up and I sat down and like, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And the idea was that I'll get up, you know, m- you know, make my moves, James. You know, I get up every now and again that I can sit down when I got tired. So I drag the chair out to the center stage, and again, I don't make eye contact with any of the judges. I'm kind of looking at the crowd, and then, and then I just locked on Vanessa like I was seeing an ex. And then I just snarled, and then I went into the song. <laughs> and I sang the whole song, and, and the dude sitting next to her, I kind of acted like he was the new boyfriend or whatever, right. and I just sang the whole song to them. <laughs> and everybody was laughing. It was a lot of fun. Oh, I have to apologize, though. I, I thought they were going to drop the F-bomb out oh, of there. Oh, they didn't do the radio edit. They did the... No. Oh, so man. I decided later oh. that day, because originally I was going to cover my mouth. Yeah. But then I thought, yeah, I'll just mouth it. What the hell? It's not going to play. Well, it played. <laughs> Oops. And it was great, but I, you know. So it, it, it was funny. And I'd never met her before. You know, We've only ever seen her on TV, and, and so right. we went up to her. First off, everybody passes right by me and goes, oh, you're Syria, to my wife, you know. <laughs> you're so cool. So we got to see her afterwards, and I you know, got right. to meet her, and then she said, yeah. you seem so angry at me at first, and I know we've never met, you know, and I was like, I know, that was the point. <laughs> so it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Everybody did great. Uh, and then uh, uh, they had these huge trophies they gave away to first, second, and third. And then everybody else got like a small, like microphone trophy. Mm-hmm. And Roman Garcia was one of the guys who who performed, and he was hilarious. He did a poison song. And Roman is just one of the most naturally funniest dudes on the planet. Right. And I'm standing next to him at the, on the stage at the end with this huge third place trophy. It's almost t- as tall as I am. And Roman's got this like little tiny <laughs> participation trophy. with a little tiny microphone on it, you know. <laughs> Mine's got a full-size mic on top. Right. And he's looking at me. He's like, no, size doesn't matter, Sean. Yeah. Size doesn't matter. Yours get a large screen TV on top. So it, it was a lot of fun. But, you know, afterwards, I, I had to lay down and <laughs> I was pretty tired afterwards. <laughs> he spent the rest of the weekend lying on the couch. Wore yourself you know, out. I, my wife was right, absolutely right about the chair, man. Mm, yeah. Actually, I needed a medical bed. I should have just done the whole thing. They should have wheeled a medical bed out there. And uh, Cleto did, and we'll talk about this later, Cleto did a Michael Jackson song. And I guess we both, because he's had some medical issues, obviously, this year, and we both, right. Roman's like, I, we need to get an oxygen tank backstage for you and Cleto next year. <laughs> Maybe an EMT team on hand, you know? Right. Or a disabled division. <laughs> so it was great. So we'll talk to him. It's for a great cause. Again, it's uh, it's for our, our vets, and that's always a good, a, you know, a good dealio. So we'll talk to We'll talk to uh, uh, Cleto next hour about 10.30 and, and get his thoughts. He's fun. a good guy. He's such a good guy. They're all great guys. Randy Garcia and, and Cleto and everybody that's participated. Yeah, man. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Um, you know, I, I, I lived outside of Denver for many years. Spent about nine years in Colorado all together. Before coming to Texas, and uh, you know, I, I was kind of there. I I watched that state go from red to 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 blue fairly quickly. Well, in the time that I was there, um, even even though I've been pro legalization in the past, and I'm you know pro marijuana, even though I can't really I can't smoke it <laughs> with my various conditions. Um, it, it is true that once they legalized weed in, in Colorado, well, this first in Denver, then the entire state, that that town really started to go to hell. And one of the issues you had in Denver, frankly, was homelessness. The homeless population probably quadrupled in the years after 
you know, the legalization of weed. You, know, you got a lot of open drug use downtown, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of homeless people. And uh, you've had a string of liberal governors and mayors, <clears throat> beginning with John Hickenlooper. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, who, what's the governor's name? That piece of dough. He used to be a councilman in Boulder, and I can't even remember his stinking name. Jared Polis, who was just a liberal piece of cooking dough, baking dough. Um, and so it's really, Denver has become a very, very liberal city, and like a lot of liberal cities, it's going down the toilet. And so they've got a, a new program. Well, they've been at this for a while. Uh, it's called the Denver Basic Income Project. And they got about two million bucks that they've allocated for the Denver Basic Income Project. And guess which homeless people get the two million? Well, they're they're going to give one hundred and forty people twelve thousand dollars each. Well, a thousand dollars in cash a month for up to one year to quote lift individuals out of homelessness. Now, guess who are the people getting the 1000 bucks a month? 140 women, transgendered people, and gender nonconforming individuals. <laughs> oh, and some families. But basically, you know, women and women, uh, dudes who identify as women... And then beings who are not gender or non-conforming, they're non-binary. They're getting the free money. Okay, I'm non-binary. <laughs> Fine. I mean, okay, where's, where's my check? Certainly no one is going to be uh, lying about their non-binary or transgendered status to get 12000 bucks in cash. I'm the newest member of Saturday Night Live. Send me twelve grand. <laughs> I am so trannied out, man. I am just done, 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 baby. I don't care what the hell you identify as anymore, man. Be a freaking cheese goat for all I care. I might make more money just identifying as nothing. Right. Than I'm actually nothing. having a job. Right. You you know what? Seriously, California, they're doing the same thing, aren't they? Let's see. Giving free money to people. And but the thing is, so some actual women who are in a bad state are not going to get this money because some hairy ass dude says he's a chick for a little while. Bingo. Because it's a hundred only 140 people. That's all they can afford to do this with. So if it's women and trannies and gender nonconforming, then some women who could use a uh, a lift uh, out of homelessness are not going to get it because men still rule. You know what? For all you liberal idiots out there, I guess it's still a man's world, isn't it? It's still a man. I, hey, a man can even can just be a chick if he wants to. <laughs> Ta-da! You know what I mean? Compete in women's sports and kick their asses, win championships they don't deserve. And now in freaking dope smoking Denver. You know, he just claimed, hairy ass claims to be a woman. You're going to get $12,000 in free money, man. Oh, God. You know, I, I am. It's just, yeah, I'm so, I'm just done. And I, I say this all the time, and you know what? It's true. You know, because I've, I've been a supporter. Look, I'm still a supporter of gay rights. Don't ever get me wrong on that one. I, you want to get married? I, I got no problem with that. Dudes want to get married. I don't care. Chicks want to get married. I don't care. It's fine. Uh, but a lot of this trans and gender stuff, like me, has turned a lot of people off to openly supporting this stuff, to supporting a community that ordinarily we would. I'm just done. I, I don't care anymore what you freaking identify as. You know what I mean? I don't freaking care about your freaking gender. You know what? Here's the reality of it, and some of you might hate my stinking guts for this, but as far as the whole trans trip, you're a made-up minority. You're not a real minority. You're not. You're just not. Gay and lesbian people, I believe, are a true minority. You know why? Because they can't hip it. Because that's who they, you, you're wired. That I do. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's a choice. 
I don't believe being gay or lesbian is a choice. I really don't because I didn't choose to be straight. You know what I mean? And as I've told James and Don on several occasions, I had several medical procedures while I was in the hospital. That look, look, I've had I'm it. Just I've being had it. I've you. had it too. You're not special. I'm not. Well, I'm not saying I'm special. <laughs> I'm just saying that ain't no damn choice. <laughs> I think you owe me twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> Maybe before it's all through. But this trans thing, and again, it's not because I I don't want people to live the life they want to live. Live your life. But you know what? You're not a minority. You're not a special class of freaking people. This stuff has been invented. It really has. Merely dressing and living as the opposite sex does not a a special community make you. And I'm just tired of it. And if you do the hormonal stuff, then we can't tell you are trans. If everything goes right, you know, you got the hair growing in. You're, you know what? You're still making a choice. Yep. You are making a freaking choice. I have known all kinds of gay people in my life. Not a single damn one of them made a choice about anything. You are hurting your own movement. I got to take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Had a dry spot in my throat. I just noticed something. What? You see the purple pillow? The purple pillow? On the queen's casket that's holding her crown? Oh, you're right, yeah. Crown royal. That's the colors of crown royal. Ah, get it? Hey. Well, royal is the color of, or purple is the color of royalty. Ah, okay, I learned something. Yeah, no, that's always been true. I don't know how the hell I know that. And there she goes. It, oh, it's Sean. Hi. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. The phone lines are open 210-599-5555. Still making our way to Windsor. All right. You know what? Yeah, you, you call me up if I'm being a jerk. You know what? At this point, I don't care. It's, it's, it's been 10 days. Today's the 10th day, right? Yes. It's been 10 freaking days. You know, I know us, uh, us us colonials need to learn how to slow down a bit and smell the stinking roses. It's always rush, rush, rush. But my God, this is taking forever. They just did a close-up of Charles' face, and even in his eyes, you get, oh, bloody hell, another bloody mile. I'm going to need, what what do the Americans call it, Ben Gay? For how long? Oh, God, this is taking for bloody ever. Oh, I feel like I've been walking for days. Oh, wait, I, I have been walking for days. I'm just, I'm sick of slow-moving British people at this point. I really am. You think their Fitbit said, you got your steps in. Well, you know, <laughs> Charles didn't have to exercise for a year now. I mean, they're all, and let's be honest about something, too. A lot of you people in the news industry, whether it's broadcast news on on the three networks or it's uh, or it's you know the cable news guys, can we be can we all be honest with each other? You're just taking a day off today, aren't you? This is about a three day weekend for you, man. Because they didn't have Fox, and this is all it's been on. I've been watching Fox since I got here at like six fifteen. There's been no reporting. No, you know, no uh, Brian Kilmeade and, you know, uh, Deucey's old man and, well, the chick. You know, none of the (laughs) Fox and Friends wasn't there. No Dana Perino. No Bill Hemmer. They're having a pizza party in the break room. I'm just saying, they're not, no, they're not even there, man. (laughs) Don Morgan, they're taking a day. This is about a three-day freaking weekend for pretty much everybody in television news right now. It's just it's just a single – the cameramen are working their asses off, but it's not like they have to move all that quickly either. Right. Um, they're going to be turning a corner. Um, dude, would you uh, just uh, take the camera down around the corner and, and be there? And it, You got time, man. You want to catch some lunch on the way? It's cool. Yeah, I think, I think they're there. I think they're providing the play-by-play of the events as they unfold. Yeah, but Hemmer's in his underwear in his living room calling it in. Yeah. Yeah, Dana, uh, now it looks like um, they've rounded the corner. Dana's in her, in her you know, jammies. 
and you know that somewhere there's that one idiot that wanted to know why the driver was sitting in the passenger seat of the hearse. <laughs> That's weird. That's right. I'm, I'm Alex Stone. <laughs> Apparently, British people drive from the passenger seat, and Donald Trump is still a racist. Oh my God, this is so freaking boring. Still watching the Queen. I'm Alex Stone. The driver of the hearse failed to use his signal light on that last turn. <laughs> Police have pulled him over. It's a slow speed chase, much like OJ uh, back in 1994. I'm reminded. Yeah, that would be the commentary. Bill Hammer and Dana. Dana, I'm reminded of the OJ chase, which was actually a little quicker. Dana's getting all pissed off because her husband's British. Her husband's in the in the TV room. Dana, they've turned the bloody corner. Tell Hammer they've turned the corner. Do you know what that means? No. Ha! Uh, huh. <laughs> of course not! Commoner! Because I married a bloody commoner! <laughs> He's like drinking. Uh, look, okay, they've reached the base of the steps here. Maybe we should do our... They've reached the base of the steps here. Shuffle, 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 They're shuffle. standing there with the casket. Pivot. That's Pivot. what I was waiting for. Pivot! <laughs> Pivot! <laughs> but the, the guy on the left is like, Oh, I have to micturate so bloody badly. I pee so badly. <laughs> They're just standing there at the base of the stairs. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to wait for those other two people to get out of the, the way. The, the stairs is going to take half a day. Yeah. They're still at the base of the stairs. I'm Alex Stone. We're being <laughs> quiet out of reverence for the Queen Mother. They are proceeding now up the stairs. There's... Wait for it. One step, (laughs) and they pause. I'm Alex Stone, ABC News, and now another step up the stairs. I don't know what the gentleman in the back thinks his hand holding the back of the coffin is going to do if that thing slips out of their hands. There's a guy at the back holding up one bloody gloved hand at the base, at the back of the coffin, like if they suddenly lose it, that freaking hand is going to stop that coffin from sliding. Maybe he possesses freakish freakish upper body strength that we're not aware of. I'm Alex Stone for ABC News. We have almost breached the staircase into Windsor. Oh my god. That's hilarious. Point Jimmy. Yeah. Point Jimmy. Way to go. It's I'm sorry. Monty Pitton's flying circus. <laughs> this giant foot. What do you think you're... Bl- John Cleese. <laughs> what do you think you're bloody going to do? With your hand at the back of the coffin. Going to keep the old girl from sliding down the stairs, are we? And this giant, With one bloody hand. This giant cartoon foot drops on that guy in the back. <laughs> 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 And now, this is Alex Stone, and now the royal parrot, uh, the queen's favorite pet, has been brought out on its perch. This parrot is obviously dead. <laughs> oh, it's not dead, lovely plumage. <laughs> the only reason the royal parrot is on the perch is because he's been nailed there. This is an ex-parrot. This parrot has moved on. Well, so is the bloody queen. <laughs> <laughs> we can't bury the queen if the parrot's alive, can we now? Shut up! Shut up! Oh, man. <laughs> Lovely plumage. <laughs> Graham Chapman turns. On second thought, let's not go to Windsor. It is a silly place. <laughs> oh, he finally made it in the church. Okay, oh, holy crap. Right. Okay, you're right. you feel, excellent. You feel better now? This is why we fought a war with you people. And this is why we won. Yeah, you move it too slow. <laughs> you, you know, well, that is. You think you like the British troops at that time were so well organized. Mm-hmm. They would all, you know, stuff the little rod down the musket barrel. Yeah, fire at the same time. They all fire at the same time. Yeah. Americans are like, kill them guys! <laughs> <sighs> oh, God, you are so very big. Gosh, we're all really impressed down here. 
<laughs> oh god. Uh Requiem. Alright. I'm so sorry. Here's your opera. Every Monty Python reference you can think of. You can just roll them out now. <laughs> and the royal, the queen's favorite, other favorite pet, the royal rabbit, has been brought out. Rabbit. He's in a cage because he is quite ferocious. What's he going to do? Nibble your bum? When <laughs> <laughs> oh. he finally start doing the sermon, you know. Just be funny if it was if Graham Chapman could come back from the dead. And now we pay homage to the old mother. Homage? What's homage? It's what we'll give it to the old mother. Homage. Well, I didn't vote for her. <laughs> She's your bloody queen. Pay homage. Oh. I'm all out of bloody homage. Oh man. It's almost done, Charles. You're good. You're still king. It's okay, man. It's almost over, buddy. And Harry, I know you're getting Megan texts every five minutes. You there yet? Damn. I got stuff to do. I'm hungry. <laughs> What's her name? Like What's her name, Harry? How come you there? What's her name? Tell me what her name is. It's my mother. My grandmother. Oh, right. Your grandmother. I texted you 19 times in the past five minutes. You ain't answered one of them. What's her name, Harry? I kill her. I kill her dead. It's my bloody grandmother. Oh, All right. Uh, 210 <laughs> So sorry. Uh, let's take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. <laughs> I'm so sorry. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Uh, I'm just a little reverenced out. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying here. Let's go to the phones. Hey, Carl, how you doing? Carl. Coral. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Hey, what are you yeah. in a you in a tunnel? What? That uh, that press control uh, just was on, but you talked about that Hey, can you can you go off speakerphone for me? Uh, let's see if I, I can. can't hear you. Uh, there you that's be, that's better where you are now. What was what are you thinking? I say uh, major takes Apple press control over there. They can get rid of that pesky old rabbit that Queen has. <laughs> musky old rabbit, is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's vicious. He's a dangerous rabbit. I'm sorry. What? Was he referencing the Monty Python rabbit? Yes. The Alamo, what, uh, Alamo uh, Draft House did the Holy Grail on set Friday night. But we had stuff to do. We couldn't go. I guess a lot of folks went. It was a lot of fun. Again, we're, we're kind of having a... I, I'm going to talk about something serious here in a moment. Uh, but uh, we, we it, it's just, it, we, uh, you know, it has been going on forever. <laughs> and obviously news people in this country have been able to take the day off and have a three-day weekend because of it. I'm serious. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Sting. Hello, Mrs. Entity. Are you worshiping the grandmother? No, I'm worshiping the grandmother. All right, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> Mrs. Entity and Mrs. Thing. Remember that sketch? And now it's time for the penguin on your television set to explode. All right. Uh, well, I, I wanted to bring this up to you because this is a serious thing. You know, we do need to laugh because... The border issue, while they're screaming and yelling uh, with their 3% tax rate on Martha's Vineyard, about 50 immigrants, illegals, they could, you know, set up in the luxury hotel for a year, uh, we find out now with their excess budget. We've got people in Eagle Pass who are continuing to suffer as a result of this. Heartbreaking article, well, several articles about uh, the barbecue place, the Wagon Wheel, in Eagle Pass, has been there for 25 years. And in, in 25, I've never been to Eagle Pass, but it's a small town, right? Uh, and the uh, the owner, Selena Buentello, Selena Buentello Price, second generation owner. She Her dad started this business. 
And in the 25 years of its uh, its uh, existence, they've had one break-in. Between February and today, they've had five. The Now, it's been closed since COVID, in all fairness, but... You know, she says, not only has my business been broken into and ransacked, it's just the insecurity now you don't feel safe at home anymore. She says, uh, people coming in, the illegals coming into Eagle Pass are looking for shelter and supplies and vacant buildings. Uh, and uh, let's see, the Del Rio sector, of the, this is from the article uh, from the uh, Fox, the Del Rio sector of the southern border which includes a small town of Eagle Pass, has had 375,000 migrant encounters since October, according to Customs and Border Protection. Uh, Ms. Price says they have completely overrun the small town. Uh, she says, once they are processed, I literally see busloads on a daily basis. They're just released and they find sanctuary in anything that's abandoned or not. What I had that I valued, that not only had sentimental value, but actually monetary value, has deprecated thanks to this mess, the trash, the vandalism. She says her and her daughter sleep with pistols under their pillows at night. Well, the business has been closed. She's going to sell it. She says it's, it's, it's better for me to sell it than to have it slowly be destroyed by these people. I didn't watch the 60 Minutes interview last night with Biden. I didn't think there was a point to it because I figured he'd just be full of crap throughout the whole thing and they'll just edit out whatever screw-ups he does, you know. Trey watched it, said it was about 20 minutes long. Uh, you know, She's also saying in this article that uh, uh, she has a 126-acre ranch on Eagle Pass. She's had to sell all of her livestock because they cut. They, they keep cutting the fence. They cut the fence quicker than she's able to repair the fences, so all the animals get out. <laughs> uh, and and fifty people uh, on Martha's Vineyard have caused national outrage with the media. People's towns are being destroyed. Uh, you know, I, I'm seeing them in my neighborhood, you know, on the Northwest side, just inside the loop, you know, they're, they're spreading out from the resource center where they're showing up every single day for the second time in a week. I've seen one, uh, one of these people, uh, folks at, at the circle K just down the street from where I live, which you, you never see in that neighborhood. I'm not saying we're a great neighborhood. I'm just saying we're, you don't see this. And last night I saw a dude with a dog. Camps out inside the Circle K, lying on a towel. Got a shopping cart full of everything he owns. It was actually heartbreaking. He lies down and goes to sleep with his arms wrapped around the dog. It's spreading throughout our... You know, I, 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 t- I tend to t- term things in, in medical terms these days. And it's like... And I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form calling people an infection. But the border is, is like a, it's like a wound. And under Donald Trump, okay, the antibiotics had been applied, the meds were there, uh, and by that I mean policy and law. Uh, as Trey pointed out when I brought up this analogy, you know, the, the wound had been dressed. And under Biden, the wound is, there's no meds, there's no antibiotics, there's no dressing on the wound, and so it's getting infected and it's getting worse. And when your body is infected with or when your body is, is flooded with infection, what happens? You die. That's what's happening right now. Okay? It, it, nobody is doing anything about it. The people we do have there, down there are, 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 are overrun. They can't possibly do anything about it at this point. Nobody cares. Nobody in D.C. cares. These elitist pukes in, in Martha's Vineyard shuffled them off with the National Guard within two days. It's obnoxious. It's grotesque. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We're going to talk to Cleto Rodriguez coming up next, and he'll give, give us thoughts on the lip sync uh, fundraiser we did on Saturday night for our vets. <laughs> New stock five fifty KTSA. Damn mute button. <laughs> FM one zero seven one. That was a pause of reverence for the Queen Mother.
Uh, I'm Sean, and joining us right now is my good buddy uh, Cleto Rodriguez. And uh, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm telling you, I'm just coming out of the big gig on Saturday, feeling a little, still a little tired. <laughs> Me too. But, uh, <laughs> you know, man, I tell you what, I'm glad it's over with. <laughs> but it was for a great cause, that's for sure. Now, we we talked we talked about this all and on throughout the morning, and we did our uh, second annual. Uh, lip sync contest for humor for heroes and well, you know I, I, you never really put this out enough you, you tell us a little bit about the organization first and then we kind of kind of riff on saturday night we, 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 about, about 10 years ago we wind up doing a uh, kind of put together uh got with angela benia uh president and uh, we had both family members overseas and trying to get some uh, more money for the families and she came up with an idea of saying hey would you mind doing, you know, a comedy show for some of these families in the, that I know of that are in the military? And I said, sure. So we wind up doing that. Next thing you know, it, long story short, it kind of every year, it, we just made it an organization and decided, well, we can help these folks. Let's help some other organizations as well. And then we got involved with others like Wounded Warriors and Brothers of Fallen Heroes and so on and started putting shows on and started using some of the veteran comedians that comedians are actually veterans and uh, some that just wanted to throw their hat in the ring and be part of it, like, uh, you know, Cowboy Bill Martin as well as uh, Brad Garrett and from Everybody Loves Raymond. And people just wanted to be part of it, you know, and and uh, just help our vets and uh, and everybody in our military as well. So it's, it's become this, and our lip sync battle is our big fundraiser, our big gala that we have once a year. And uh, I tell you, the second one just, I mean, you guys, all the contestants, I can't thank you guys enough for making it a huge success. And congratulations. By the way, you did a fantastic job, my brother. <laughs> Thank you. Fantastic. I, 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 you blew everybody's mind away. <laughs> you blew everybody away. You blew me away, that's for sure. <laughs> I had to go back and look at it, and I thought I was going to get arrested after I saw it. But, I, didn't, you know. I, I didn't know the F-bomb was going to be there, because I, I, it was funny, because I, I did You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. Right. And I'd come out as Billy Bob Thornton from Sling Blade, so I thought you know, I'd throw people off. they think I was going to do a, a country song. And oh yeah, I thought I, I thought for sure it was Folsom Prison, but no, he came out with Lance Morissette, and I said, "Oh, this is it right here." Well, and that I, was great. I said I, I was in my mind. I was like, "Well, I'm going to focus on one of the judges." We didn't know who the celebrity judges were until we got there. Uh, right. At least I didn't. And so I, I Vanessa Martin was. I was like, "Her, it's going to be her." <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that's yeah, what yeah. I did. But the f bomb came up, and I I didn't know it was going to be there. But I just that that afternoon, I decided, well. It's probably going to be bleeped out, so I'll just mouth it. And it worked out perfect because there it was. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and not only that, I was like, here I was like, oh, I don't think I'm going to do Prince. I don't want to just, you know, my pastor might be there, and I don't, I, don't, I don't get him upset, you know what I mean? And here he responds, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know what, I guess it's open season. <laughs> well, it was fun, and I got third prize. But tell me about the people, the two that won there, so people get a, a visual. So, so, so Chona E uh, is uh, a.k.a. Joanna. Estrada, she's aka Chona E. She's a social media influencer as well as stand-up comedian, and uh, she wind up doing Celia Cruz. She, she took first place, but it was tight all the way across the board. I mean, oh, everybody really, did great. Yeah, it, it, everybody could have gone either way. I honestly, I talked to a lot of folks afterwards. Some people had you winning it all, Sean, and <laughs> some had. Uh, well, nobody had Roman, but um, <laughs> you know they had. <laughs> They had and Leslie Bowl wind up getting second place. She got for Shania Twain. That was and, great. Uh, yeah, I kept saying that all night. Man, do I feel like a woman? And um, <laughs> you know, she kind of, kind of was going around. And uh, I mean, I was just feeling tired. And not, not only that, I don't know if you saw my performance, but I thought I was going to die <laughs> when I was over there. Uh, uh, that I was, was well. You did. Uh, you did Michael Jackson. Uh, my, pretty young. My, <laughs> pretty young thing. Feel. I didn't realize how song how long that song was. And I wind up doing it after all. I said I was not going to do it. I wind up doing it after all. And my wife helped me out. And I told my wife to walk in front of the stage. She walks like she's going to Brackenridge Park. I'm like, hey, come back. I, I literally had to break character and say, turn around, go to the stage. You know, I'm dying over here. And then I wind up cutting my song short. I told it, and the DJ wasn't even there. He was getting a drink. Oh, that's right. Like, he like ran to the bathroom while that song's yeah, playing. And I was like, turn this song off, man. I'm dying over here. I was sweating so bad. Oh my gosh, that was well, crazy. Robin and I were talking because uh, afterwards, because you and I both, you know, you had some real serious medical issues with the COVID, and I had some pretty bad medical issues, and and because uh, yeah. when I got done, I just kind of collapsed in the chair. I was so freaking exhausted. 
And, and it's like Roman was like, you know, we need to have oxygen backstage for you guys next year and maybe like an EMT crew just on hand. Because I, I felt for you, man. I saw you walking around like, oh, he's getting tired. Oh, man, I was hurt. I thought I was going to die. I really did. I was like, I told, I told Roman. Roman's complaining about, because we he, he wanted me to be DC on, on Poison. Right. And I'm playing the guitar, and he goes, hey, man, I need you to sell that solo. I'm like, okay, first of all, I'm not dropping to the floor because I don't know if I'll get up. <laughs> Second of all, I go, if I go to the floor right now, I'm staying there. I'm telling you right now. So he, he acts like we're 25. I'm I know. Like, we're over 50, man. Hold on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, But it really, it really was a fun night, and everybody there seemed to have a good time. And uh, yeah, and we raised a lot Thanks of money. Oh, hey, it was my pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Cleto, I got to run, man, but I'll be there you for you. Run. Anything you need, you just let me know, okay? You got it. Take care. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Love you, man. <laughs> we'll take a little break. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. And we're back. Newstalk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Oh, good news. Producer James just told me this. We're going to be pod... We haven't... We, we're going to re- resume podcasting my show every day, right? Take two. Take two. <laughs> so if you can't listen... I, I posted on Facebook. If you can't hear it in the morning, some folks are, are you know, still... Uh, from the old evening show, can't listen in the morning because of their schedule, so now it'll be available every day on KTSA.com. So thank you, James. That's very, very cool. You're welcome. Uh, and uh, the service has begun for the Queen Mother, and it's happening right now. And uh, Well, actually, in, in all fairness, Charles, now King Charles, they I, they do something at the, uh, you know, I'm not conversant and stuff, they do something with a casket where they, he covers something with a, with, a cl- with a piece of cloth. And then they have some kind of stick they break that they put on top of the casket. It was not a pool cue. It was not a pool cue. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And you could, you could tell when he laid the, uh, the, the cloth on the casket, Charles got a little emotional there. Well, that's his mom. Uh, yeah. You know, it's his mom. But now the uh, then they started. Oh, this is live from the of the of the bagpipes. Mm-hmm. And then the pa- past priest, not pastor, but the priest, uh, you know, gave a homily of some kind. I mean, a short, brief one. Don Morgan, is it bad that I thought of the Princess Bride? <laughs> Which- and now we're here, the Queen Mother. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> have fun storming the castle. Have fun, sto- have fun storming the castle. That's a great flick, too. What a great flick that is. Well, I want you to take this in. and in, It's just the last of it. You're not going to hear any more. See, these are the sad goodbyes of the bad pipes for you. <sighs> All right, everybody at Fox News, back to work. Pants on. Back to work, pants on, man. <laughs> Back to work. Your long, your, 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 your sleeping day is over. Put your pants on, put the cigarette out. It's time to get back to work. That's right. Yeah. You hear me, uh, Jesse and Greg? All right. Well, you guys got to show up, okay? The, the, the first half of the day, they got the day off, man. Because it was just one. Now, I understand. I, I'm not right. such a jerk. I don't understand that this, this is history. Like, this started like 4 a.m. here. Well, yeah, at their time, that's early. you know whatever the hell. Time for biscuits and scones, Mrs. Entity. <laughs> and watch the Queen Mother being laid to rest. No, I want to watch the Queen Mother being laid to rest. Did you see the penguin on top of it? <laughs> Explode. No, you didn't. Come on. No. No. Now it's time for the penguin on top of the Queen Mother's casket to explode. Oh, God, no. How can you not make Monty Python jokes while this is... It's been going on for 10 days, man. I understand it's history. It's big history. It's the reverence. I get it. This is centuries-old tradition for these folks. I get the relationship they have with, with with their monarchs. For most people alive today, she's the only she's the only one they've ever known. You know, I right. get it. But jumping Jesus, man. <laughs> Two weeks of this stuff. Two weeks of British people walking really slow. I'm Alex Stone. The bagpipes have sounded. Now it's time to party. <laughs> no. <laughs> I and my crew almost fell asleep during the procession up the stairs, and now we're 
going to hit a local margarita bar and go to town. I'm Alex Stone. Oh, and Donald Trump is still a racist. <laughs> Alex Jones, ABC News. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> As they should have played. You know, Monty Python's become so synonymous with, with the British. I mean, I, I, one thing I heard, I did watch a few, some coverage and some documentaries with her about her. I mean, she was a really an impressive human being because this, this all came to her at the age of 25. Right. You know, and she died, you know, she's nine days older than Moses, you know, and she pretty much carried that torch, you know, her whole life and was very good at it and very yeah. reserved and loved right. the people. And apparently she had quite the sense of humor. So you almost think it would have been like it in the old girl's nature that when they finally laid it to rest, they play the Monty Python theme. The old girl? Did you just call her the old girl? Well, she wasn't a young girl, oh man. Oh, my God. She was, what, 108? No, she know. was 96. Oh, you know, once you get to 96, you might as well be 108. I'm just saying. Well, I am king. Oh, king, I very know. I didn't vote for you. They're collecting the muck. Remember that? <laughs> or filth. They were collecting filth. That's right. <sighs> now I want to go home and watch some Monty Python, like Life of Brian. You probably will. I want to be called Loretta. You know, there's a scene in that that reflects our whole trans thing that's going on now. You know, have you ever, ever seen that? I want to be called Loretta because I want to have babies. Have babies? You can't have bloody babies. What's he going to just say to you in a box? <laughs> How'd you get that, eh? By exploiting the workers. By hanging on to outdated imperialist dogma which perpetuates the economic and social differences in our society. <laughs> but I'm king. And finally ends up telling him to shut up. Oh, shut up. God, that's a great movie. But when you think about it, for a lot of us, that was our that was the only experience we had with anything British, really. Was, oh, growing up, yeah, yeah. Monty Python or Benny Hill, Benny Hill, Hill. Yeah, any of that. We thought they were all a bunch of puffy pervs. Yeah, I was hoping they were. We'd smack the old man upside the back of the head. Yeah, Monty Python. Well, then the young ones was. I, I know a lot of people are is big fan. I was a huge fan of the young ones in the eighties. I'm Neil. Oh, right, yeah. I'll make lentils and you throw them on the floor. That's fine, right. I'm going to go upstairs and kill myself, right, Rick? Go ahead, Neil. Leave the lentils. <laughs> hey, there we go. <laughs> oh, little Stewie Griffin. I'm having a sexy party. <laughs> <laughs> that show would never get on the air today, man. No. He was such an old perv. Saw us chasing chicks with big boobs around the around the countryside. That was the only reason we watched KLRN. <laughs> Growing up, that was it. God, there were so many. But see, I, I used to watch PBS a lot when I was kid. There's so many British shows that people don't remember. There was one called The Goodies. My favorite was the uh, the department store. Oh, uh, you uh, oh, I can't. Sir, think... You've been served or something like that. I can't think of the name. God, that was funny. That was a great one. There was one with the old married couple that was really funny. I can't think of what that's called now. And their humor is just so bizarre, and I think that's what I always loved about it. Well, you know what it is? It's like them. It's like the British themselves. It's bizarre and literate. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! Because there's no stupid British humor, you know what I mean? Right. Like our our Dumb and Dumber. They don't do movies like that. Three Stooges. We're just three guys poking each other's eyes out for no apparent reason. The only thing that comes close in American culture, in my opinion, were the Marx Brothers. Because the Marx Brothers also were literate and bizarre. But I think and I think if you talk to like guys like John Cleese, they actually took a lot from the Marx Brothers. Or they were yeah. inspired by the Marx Brothers and Spike Jones and guys right. like that. It was just real fast. They came out just yeah. so fast. One, one joke after another. Right. Hello, Mrs. Thing. Hello, Mrs. Entity. I just love that line. Throat, what was it, Mr. Throat Warbler? I can't remember. They come up with such bizarre names for the characters in that show. Mr. Thor- Throat Warbler Mangrove. <laughs> remember that? No. And now a man with three buttocks. <laughs> uh, should I take one call? Or nah? Uh, yeah, 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 nah. Nah, never mind.
We'll just make money. We'll just quote Monty Python on the way out. <laughs> well, it's a tribute to the Queen. I'm sure she liked the boys from Monty Python. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? Remember, they're trying to figure out how coconuts get, because they're using coconuts as the horse sounds, how they got to England. Oh, yeah. Two swallows could carry a coconut between them with a string. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? That's great stuff, man. Let's uh, save everybody. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, James. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez. Cleto, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware, as usual. Spread the love. Don't be a bloody jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.